my experience was very beautiful at that very moment because I just took a moment to just understand what was going on in that room and what connected us with the universe. Uh, and yes, I believe in something, uh, something that's divine, bigger than us, but I don't necessarily believe in a god or one religion. to the Mindful Mindset, a podcast where we speak about mindfulness, mindset, and having a more positive outlook on life through a mindful practice. In this episode, we're going to cover chanting, but first of all, I would like to just address a couple of things. I don't have a mic uh, on this uh, at the time of recording this, so um, the mic that I'm using for this is just the one through my phone, so I hope the audio quality works, that it's not too bad. Um, what else? Yes, uh, the mindful uh, track that I used uh, in my last episodes, for first episodes, uh, did not uh, work at all because of epidemic sound of music service that I used just when Uncopy claimed everything that I produced. So I had to then again go back into my sort of um. Uh, epidemic sound and I had to complain every one of them and I had to do it separately and I was like oh this sucks so I just ended that subscription and for that reason I found new royalty free music that I have the license to use uh, it's a creative commons uh, agreement and that's pretty cool so yeah new intro no mic I think that's all let's get started with chanting which is uh, this episode's topic, as you might know from reading the topic title or episode title. Cool. Um, chanting is a very spiritual practice. Uh, there will be a lot of spirituality in this. Uh, I guess that's a disclaimer. If you don't believe in the divine or in God or religion or any form of spirituality, I think chanting is a very spiritual practice. Uh, for some people who aren't very spiritual, this feels very off and very weird. Uh, but there are some scientific evidence that I'm going to bring up later in this episode that you can talk or think about. Uh, also, another disclaimer that I just realized, uh, this is a shorter episode than I'm used to doing them uh, because uh, chanting is very limited in how much I can find about it. And for that reason, I'm just shortening the episode a bit. Because um, I don't want to talk too much either about things I really don't know. I want to speak about things I know and my experience and things. Now, uh, the four-part series that I'm doing about chanting, or the four-part series that I'm doing, which include chanting, they have three other key elements. Uh, the next episode in the series will be uh, chan uh, trans <laughs> transcendental meditation. And the ones that I have done have been contemplation and uh, concentration, uh, focused attention meditations, uh, was the last episode in the series. And the fir first part was actually contemplation, where we talked about uh, guided meditations on the backhand of doing guided meditations, because there is some 
rather hard benefit or like bad benefits of guided meditation. So we get stuck in it too long. Um, that's my personal opinion. Uh, everything I'm saying today is just some research that I've done, but also like my personal experience and my view on it, uh, how I see chanting. Uh, so be very mindful of that when you listen to these, uh, to this series. Uh, it's my first <laughs> series. So let's just be aware of that as well. Um, cool. Uh, chanting always uh, uses the sound uh, or uh, like I wouldn't call it a word, but that's the easiest way to describe it. It's om or aum, uh, depending on which you've used. There are like different ways of looking at it. But if we look at aum, which is like, it's just a sound. There's no real definition of it. It's just a creative sound that um, sustains the universe, uh, how they explain it. Uh, creative sound that sustains the universe. Now, that's very spiritual already, but let's go through it because there is some to it. Um, so usually how I've experienced it has been through my yoga practice, and it just goes like this. Uh, it's like inhale for Aum. Um, and then it just fades out and that's all it is but there's more to it um, and chanting isn't just Aum but those are the most common ones and it's probably in every mantra that I know uh, we'll get into that but mantra and chanting are the same thing um, uh, when it's Aum it's like A-U-M the A stands for the state of awakeness uh, the U stands for the dream state and the M stands for uh, the state of deep sleep. And then there's the fourth state, which is uh, called Truya or Truya. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. Um, it's the nos nostril humming that comes after. It uh, represents the transcendental self that goes beyond the mind. And it's a very powerful part of it. There is some sort of like brainwave activity that goes through it as well. Um, but the OM is um, described as the universe arises from one sound, which is an OM. And these are from the, the Vedas, Vedas uh, the ancient Hindu, Hindu scriptures. Uh, and when we look at it, it's a very spiritual thing. There is a very spiritual attachment to it. Uh, some people tie it to culture and Hindu culture. I think it's more of the Hinduism. I think Om is well used in Buddhism. Um, I'm not 100% sure. So don't, uh, don't uh, saw my head off if I'm wrong here. But it's a very like spiritual practice for me. Uh, that's my view on it. I don't really define it with culture. As in more of more is... Uh, like a Hindu or Hinduism or Buddhism sort of uh, practice and comes to a very spiritual level. And I don't even think you have to be a religious person. You have to just believe in something higher, a higher power of sorts. Um, and maybe that makes sense, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but then if we look at it, how it's used in a spiritual practice, it's before meditation to open and clear the mind, um, and it harmonizes us with the universe. Uh, so it sort of brings us together with the divine. 
Um, and there is a large connection here to Hinduism and Hindu scriptures that you can look into the different mantras that have different backgrounds and different stories. Um, when it's connected to yoga, which is where I've experienced it, it can also be called a root mantra or a mula mantra. Um, but it's very, very like, for me, the experience has never been that different. Once um, I went to, I think, a vinyasa practice and we did an om at the beginning of vinyasa practice. And at the end of it, when we came to them, it just became the most, beautifully harmonizing thing it was really weird uh i i actually i liked it very much i quite enjoyed it i felt very connected to everyone in the room at the moment because i just like let myself go and then i just took in so I just closed my eyes and i took in everything that was like the sound waves i guess that were going through the room and it just somehow on some weird level it just all harmonized like it was like, like liquid gold almost. Like, I don't know how to, like this is, this sounds very woo and spiritual. And I think chanting is very like spiritual. So I think, <laughs> I hope that justifies it. But my experience was very beautiful at that very moment because I just took a moment to just understand what was going on in that room and what connected us with the universe. Uh, and yes, I believe in something, uh, something that's divine, bigger than us, but I don't necessarily believe in a God or one religion, um, to cut that out. Um, but if we look scientifically, we see neuroscience actually takes test subjects and see that, uh, we have actually can, or we have seen that through, um, study where they did uh, chanting in Linköping in Sweden. Uh, there were 90 subjects and they all saw a benefit of focus um, and a longer retained focus for whenever they started to then test the subjects in their focus and how they could stay focused on one point on one thing that they had to do in one task. Now, like it clears the mind because it sort of shuts off everything else. It just lets you sort of root yourself into what you're doing. And that's why I think it works well before and after uh, practice. And I read someone who did an article about this and they said that mantras can become very deep and very rooted to you. And I believe like when it comes to chanting and like uh, the Hindu scriptures, they become very emotionally attached to you because they become um, very deep within you. They go very deep. They You feel them very powerfully. And if you keep repeating them and having a consistent practice with them, you feel a, lot, a very uh, deep connection with them. And I wouldn't go as far to say like one person said that they became their that mantra became their friend or even their lover. I mean, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not that far. I'm, I apologize to the person who wrote it. I personally, personally, I wouldn't go that far to say it become, became a lover for me. Um, then again, I've only done Om chants. So I don't think I had that connection. So I'm not maybe the best person to judge. But when I read it, I was like, what? 
<laughs> he became a lover for the mantra. Um, it's a bit weird, but it was cool, I guess. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's 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 a beautiful thing that you can do. You have to believe in something when you do it, though. I don't think you can just go uh, and just like sit and um, and you're like life will change and it will heal. There are people who experience deep healing through this. And these are some of the things I find very interesting is how you can take something like meditation and take it to a whole new level and get your life to change. And the thing is that when it comes to chanting, it becomes sort of trans transcendental with the humming. It becomes sort of your brainwaves uh, are uh, go to another state. Uh, and they're different state. We're going to go through all of these in the transcendental meditations. Um, and what I find so fascinating about the chanting is that people have such deep rooted connections without actually truly understanding how they go about it. Now, I would, however, suggest that you make some wishes into chanting. You look at some scriptures, but I would also recommend for you to get someone knows chanting or using an app that's like where they at least describe the mantras that you're using um i'm just gonna grab my notes here uh, to get um through a pointless of how you can start doing chanting meditations um then again this is like an article that i found they had six points and i think they were all very solid uh and i was like cool i'll just i'll I didn't just read the article and like, okay, this is how to start it. This was like something I did, did some extra research into it and found that, yeah, these seem to be a logical step to take. Uh, however, you need to do your own research, look into how you can start doing chanting meditations. If you, if that's what you want, these are practice. Um, but let's just go through the six steps first and we'll see where we land from that. Yes. Uh, and the six steps that I found, uh, the first one was that understanding chanting as a word. Uh, it has multiple meanings. And if you look at like chanting, it's also like mantras. Uh, either way, uh, they're the same, the same thing. But if you look at the sort of Hindu translation from the word it, man or man means mind and tra means instrument. So it's an instrument to train the mind. Cool. Um, so it, mantra and chant, they're the same, and they can all be used in very different ways and different connections and different understandings of uh, the universe, how you're perceived by the divine or God, but it's not all just like uh, this uh, one way of going about it. There are multiple scriptures with multiple different benefits and different uh, reasons to do them. Um, and I haven't done too much research to talk too much about this. That's why I'm keeping this episode a bit shorter. But step two is that everyone feels uncomfortable in the beginning. So whenever I started doing yoga, I felt like, okay, like when there were, I, I was, I was just standing in silence and I was like, yeah, cool. Um, right guys. Um, 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 which is like, it's, it's, it's a bit 
fun to like do it as well for me it's like always like just letting myself go i guess because i've always been very like conscious about um my voice and i don't have like the most beautiful sound ever but just like getting through that and there is no difference between you and the people who are sitting next to you we all have our doubts we all feel uncomfortable and you want to sort of get to what the hindu or hindi people call samavesha or samavesa samavesha samavesha <laughs> this episode is just me trying to understand hin- hindu words uh, or sanskrit uh it's it basically means the power of immersing in something so getting into something and just like letting yourself i guess go a bit but you can't think uh, because when you start thinking about what you're doing you sort of start to doubt yourself you start to be like oh oh I, is my is, am i using my voice oh that's weird let's just stop and you have to get past that and it it takes a bit of practice um it took me a couple of times uh of om to start uh but then i did ashtanga or where there's also like guest mantras as well and chanting before um i think we didn't just mention it as chanting but i guess it is um like the teacher would always say like and we also do this song before and i was like okay but i guess it's chanting or a mantra it was sanskrit uh, there was meaning to it and the first time i was like that was weird uh and don't like <laughs> um it was it was this weird thing that i was like i was just trying to utter the words um i didn't know what i was saying or what the words were or how to pronounce them correctly which brings us on to step 3 which is you don't have to get the words right um it's the sort of feeling and meaning you put behind it how you intend to make it feel i guess and what you get out of it but then again you want to find someone who knows what they're doing what is the reasoning behind the mantra behind the chanting um for example i use insight timer they have some chantings or chants or like chanting meditations on the insight timer app uh by the way not sponsored by insight timer really good app just uh as plain as that but there they have some description of the mantra or something uh usually so look for those understand what you're doing and what it's supposed to bring to you and then you can get a deeper connection with it now if you go to like doing a mantra and you you just hear it and you just chant along with it and you presume it's about maybe love but then it actually is about releasing sorrow within you then of course there's a connection with love and sorrow and like um no mud no lotus if you know the book by Tina Fan like you can't bring something beautiful without something um without something that's sort of ugly i guess like uh so without sadness there can't be love uh, i guess so that's <laughs> where uh where was i oh yeah um <laughs> got way off track i do that all the time but like if if you want to understand it you have to sort of know what the mantra is intended for and then you can get a deeper connection with that letting go of sorrow through it uh because it's a bit of a different experience might be might not be actually you might connect love 
letting go of sorrow might be how you attach to love. That's cool if you can do that. Um, then step number five is you need, all you need is a voice. So you don't need anything special. You don't need to know how to hit tones. You don't need to know how to be a Shaker Rudd, I guess. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, really good uh, artist with some sort of yogi inspired or yoga. I hear them in the yoga studios. I guess they're yoga oriented music. Uh, not really though, but really beautiful songs he has. Uh, shout out to him, I guess. And also there's like um, no need to feel that just because you're not a Taylor Swift uh, or oh God, why was that the name I said? I don't know. Um, there's no need to think that your voice is ugly or beautiful or like try to hit it right. Just be natural about it. And don't worry about the words and understanding exactly what the words are. This is a bit contradictory, it might sound like. But what you want to sort of, you can like, you don't have to understand every word you're saying, like word to word. You can understand like the mantra's meaning and how you're supposed to feel about it and how it makes you feel. Maybe you read the meaning and you're like, that's not what I feel. And then you go with your own. That's fine. <laughs> Just understand that you, you have your own sort of journey of it. Um, so I think chanting is a cool meditation. I've done some chanting meditations apparently. Uh, Om and then the ones at Ashtanga Yoga. But they're always connected to yoga and they're sort of pre-something. Um, I don't know if they really clear my mind before going into yoga practice. Uh, I've never thought about it uh, until I started doing research for this. Um, I just think they're generally uh, whatever practice. I'll try some out. I'll update you in a couple of episodes how they've been. Um, chanting meditations in general uh, are very spiritual. So if you're not the biggest spiritual person or you don't believe in something divine, maybe you're very scientific or like um, you don't believe in whatever, um, like, I don't know how to say it, but like if you, if you don't consider yourself to be a spiritual person or don't believe in a connection with something, then that's fine. Nobody's judging you for it. But also, I want to just offer this tool for you to try it out and maybe get some uh, connection to something. Again, I'm not connected to any religion, but I do feel a sort of sense of uh, connection to like a deeper understanding of some of my emotions through, through this connection. And if this is a way for you to open up, that's cool. If not, then that's also fine. Nobody's judging anyone here. It's just you have to perceive um, and come in with a blank mind of, or state of mind where you're sort of just open to whatever it brings. Hey, hey, try to film a podcast episode over here. Yeah, dogs, right? Um, but no, but it's a cool practice. Uh, there is no uh, special sort of uh, downside to it that I've seen uh, and the ones that I've done uh, the only thing is that they might be a bit weird for some people who are that spiritual uh, but more than that I don't think there's too much to chant it's like awful weird but 
I hope to, yeah, still trying to do a podcast episode over here. Thank you. Just doesn't care. She just doesn't care. She just keeps on making some weirdo sound rolling around in the sofa. I hear you. Cool. Um, Again, these episodes and these uh, podcasts are very raw. I don't edit them. Uh, I just do some audio mixing with it, like adding some, removing some weird background noises, I guess, and trying to, uh, I don't know, fix fix the audio sometimes because it's a bit broken at points. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode about chanting. It's been a short one, I think. I don't know yet. I haven't stopped filming. Uh, and yeah, I I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if not, that's fine. <laughs> Nobody's judging you for that either. Uh, chanting is just something that I want to cover because there is something if, like it, it's opened up something in me. Uh, I wouldn't have done the yoga. I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. There might be some opening for you through chanting. That's what I wanted to say first of all. But yeah. Uh, it's been uh, a mindfully mindful mindset episode. Um, my, yeah. Either way, I've uh, enjoyed your company, uh, and I hope you got something out of this episode. Probably not, but either way, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review. Reviews help me out so so much. Uh, I get so much benefit from people leaving reviews. Uh, on the podcast, if you're an Apple or Spotify uh, or Google Podcast. No, it's not a Google Podcast because I need a website. I need to get on that. Um, either way, uh, let me know what you think um, and connect with me on social and talk with me about chanting. What's your experience? How have you enjoyed it? How do you see chanting? Um, cool. Uh, thank you for watching this or listening to this episode of Mindful Mindset. Uh, leave a review. If you're watching this through YouTube, uh, I guess like, uh, comment, and subscribe. Uh, hit that bell notification. Just kidding. Uh, you can also follow the podcast through uh, Apple and Spotify podcasts. So that's cool. Uh, be sure to follow it. Leave a review. Uh, I've been saying that for... Uh, multiple number of minutes and uh, we had zero water breaks so let's just before we end the episode take a water break water break over and end of the episode